Welcome to our Wednesday devotional on our journey through some of the highlights of Mark's Gospel. Today we consider chapter 15, verses 16 to 32. J.C. Ryle says about these verses, The passage we have now read is one of those which show us the infinite love of Christ towards sinners. The sufferings described in it would fill our minds with mingled horror and compassion if they'd been inflicted on one who was only a man like ourselves. But when we reflect that the sufferer was the eternal Son of God, we are lost in wonder and amazement. And when we reflect further, that these sufferings were voluntarily endured to deliver sinful men and women like ourselves from hell, we may see something of Paul's meaning when he says, the love of Christ passes knowledge. So as we look at verses 17 to 19, we see humiliating mockery of Jesus. And they clothed him in a purple cloak, and twisting together a crown of thorns, they put it on him. And they began to salute him, Hail, King of the Jews. And they were striking his head with a reed, and spitting on him, and kneeling down in homage to him. The robe was probably a soldier's robe, originally scarlet, but had faded to a purplish colour was meant to represent a purple robe of a ruler. It was mockery of Jesus. The crown of thorns was a take-off of the imperial crown of the emperor. The saluting, hailing and kneeling down was mock homage. And the striking with a reed, or in some versions staff, while the reed would have first been placed in his hand as a mock scepter for a king needs a scepter. And finally, there is the descent to the level of animals as they spit at him. All this fulfills prophecy and Jesus' own words about what would happen to him. God's word is reliable. If God says it will happen, so it will. It's no wonder that Jesus is too exhausted to carry his cross. Stop and consider what he's endured in the last 15 hours. The agony in the Garden of Gethsemane. Betrayal by Judas. Desertion of the disciples. Two trials. And this humiliation, abuse and beating. So in verse 21, And they compelled a passerby to carry his cross. The mechanics of the crucifixion in this passage were the same for any criminal. Taken to the place of crucifixion, verse 22. Offered wine, a drug to relieve pain, verse 23. Put on a cross, the normal method of capital punishment, verse 24a. Casting of lots for his clothes. This was the normal executioner's perks, verse 24b. Being fastened to the cross and the normal notice of charge against him, verse 26. Crucified with others, a routine execution, 
verse 27. But this is more than a normal execution because scripture is being fulfilled and Jesus is voluntarily submitting himself to the cross for your salvation and mine. Right to the end, Jesus was tempted when in verse 23, they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, whilst it would have relieved pain, it would have dulled the mind. And if he did not have a clear mind, he could not speak from the cross. All those words that fulfill prophecy, offer assurance and proclaim salvation is procured. In verse 30, he was tempted to come off the cross, save yourself and come down from the cross which is exactly what Satan wanted him to do, but he didn't give in. And as we finish, in verse 31, the religious leaders mocked him. He saved others. He cannot save himself. The fact is that he did not save himself, so he could save others. The very words that the religious leaders spoke mockingly brought them to the heart of the gospel. He had to die in our place for our salvation. Join me on Friday.